Welcome to the resource room. I'm Amanda, the blogger and TPTer behind the Primary Gal. As a special education teacher, you are always supporting others, students, parents, general education teachers. But who is supporting you? That's where this podcast comes in. It's my mission to give you the help and support that you need. I'll be sharing my tips, tricks, research-based strategies, and professional development. I'm here to help you grow and learn as a resource room teacher. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to the Resource Room Podcast, where today we will be talking all about the routines that you need for progress monitoring. You already know that I love routines, and in my room, every single day of the week is very routine. Maybe Monday looks a little different than a Thursday, but we have routines that we're doing on a very regular basis. And for me, I feel like that makes progress monitoring really, really easy because some of the data that I collect is just innately in what we're doing in the room, in the small group. However, that's all well and good, but if I don't have a place to write down some of that data, then that can become really messy or even more stressful and really would be a breakdown in that system. So the first routine that I have to make progress monitoring easier is that at the beginning of every single year, I start a document, which I have um, like a tracking sheet that I use and I keep it on my clipboard all year long, but I start that at the very beginning of the year. And it's just an editable PDF document and editable is the key word. This is going to change. We know our students are going to change. Their goals are going to change throughout the year. But in August, I can get that document started and then use it and edit it, adjust it as the year goes on. And that's where the routine comes in. So this particular routine happens once a quarter. For you, maybe that looks different. Maybe you do it once a month, once a semester, whatever. Do what works for you. But for me, I do this once every nine weeks. So for me, once every nine weeks, I go through and kind of comb through those goals and make sure that they are all current. Have I held any annuals or reavals where maybe that IEP or those goals were adjusted just a little bit? Have I had any students move in? Have I had any initials? where I'm adding kids to that document. And not that this is like an extremely time intensive task. However, it does take a little while to make sure that that is accurate. But after it's up to date, I've double checked myself a little bit, then I'm going to print that and I keep that on my clipboard at my table. And that routine then flows right into my next routine. As you likely know from previous episodes, I like to progress monitor every three weeks. And I schedule those out ahead of time. I put those on my calendar so that I don't forget that. So then I can kind of ignore that clipboard for two of those weeks. But on the third week, I better have that clipboard handy because as we're doing things in my small group, I'm going to need to be jotting down some numbers so that I know that that data is there, it's accurate, it's up to date, and most of all, isn't taking me three hours out of my week to stop everything and collect it. Or it's not taking a whole day of small group instruction or a whole week 
to stop everything and collect that data. With my reading intervention, what I love about this is that I am easily able to just incorporate progress monitoring into what we're already doing. So what I do is when I'm making copies of my books, which again, you know, I do in advance, whenever I'm copying those, I have some progress monitoring pages that I copy on the back of each booklet. And I only do that every three weeks. So two weeks won't have that back page on it. But on the third week, there'll be another page that has the sight words or the decodable words, whatever it is that applies to that particular reading level. So depending on the reading goal of that particular student will depend on what list of words or what am I asking them to do for me? What data am I collecting in the moment? So here's an example of that. On that third week, when I have that page copied on the back, that's a signal to me, I better get my clipboard because this is a data collection week. I have those pages copied on that back page. For some of my kids, that's because they're going to have to read those sight words to me or they're going to have to read those decodable words to me, which is fine. But I also have other students maybe who their goal is to answer an open-ended question. Or maybe their goal is how many words per minute that they're reading. So even though that has nothing to do with the back page, that is still kind of a cue to me or a signal that, hey, this week, you better be on the lookout for all of those little things. Maybe their goal has something to do with spelling or blending words, whatever it is, that progress monitoring page on the back reminds me, Hey, be looking, use your clipboard this week, start watching who is able to read this amount of words per minute, who can answer this open-ended question, start grading. And then sometimes that means less help, less support, so that we're actually practicing some of those skills. A lot of times too, those are days where maybe our three reads, like where we read the passage multiple times, maybe it doesn't start with listening comprehension. Maybe it doesn't start with me. Maybe it starts with them whisper reading it to themselves. And then maybe I ask them to answer the comprehension questions. And then we go to listening comprehension. Because then that allows me to see were they able to understand what they read. And then we can still dive deep. We can still discuss it. But I just jumble up the order just a little bit. We're still doing the same things, we just might swap it around. And so having that on the back of my books is a perfect signal. Get your clipboard, girl, it's time to collect data. Now, I also have a very real, very true confession, and I hope you guys can relate and you know, you understand, you've probably been in the same boat, or at least I hope. For me, there are obviously some weeks that just get crazy. Maybe you had more meetings, maybe you did more makeups or you combined some groups to make up for something. Maybe you were absent, maybe your own kids were sick. You know, many, many things happen. So sometimes I might just toss a book and say, guys, we just, we're done with this. We've tried and tried and it's just not working. And so when Monday morning rolls around, we get a fresh book and we move on. However, Whenever that page is on the back, Mrs. Wilp can't toss it out. We got to get our stuff done. Or I have to say, okay, we're moving on to a new book, but I still have data to collect this week because last week was such a hot mess. 
Do I like to just toss out a book? No, but is that real life? And I would be lying to you if I said that that didn't happen sometimes. But again, having that page on the back signals me that like, oh no, no, this book is a little more important than some of the others and I have to make sure I get my progress monitoring done. Because we all know that it's gonna hit the fan at some point and we have to slow down and make sure that we are getting all of those data points, that we have our ducks in a row a little bit or we're at least trying so that later, we aren't like, okay, it's the end of the nine weeks and I have one data point. I have no data points. No, that's a good reminder to yourself. The beautiful part about this for everybody who is already using or is thinking about using my reading intervention is that if you download the teacher's guide, which is linked on page two of any of the interventions, and I talked a lot about reading, but the same is true for math. They're already there. I already have data collection pages. I already have tracking sheets for you. So if that's something that you're like, oh, Amanda, genius, I already use your things. You can steal those pages. You can download those. Just go grab the teacher's guide. And if you're not a reading intervention user, that's totally fine, 100% okay. However, I encourage you to make a little cheat sheet for yourself. What students do you have? and what goals do they have in each of your groups. So maybe you have a different page for reading than for math. Maybe you have one master page that has all your students, all their goals. Whatever works for your brain, make a little cheat sheet for yourself of all of their goals. Then do something, some kind of signal so that when it's the third week or when it's every other week or when it's four and a half weeks in and you have to collect data, that you actually remember that you have to do it. Because as with everything, if there is no routine, if there's not a system or procedure or a way in which you do this, you'll be lost and you'll be overwhelmed. And before you know it, it's the end of the nine weeks and you have to send progress reports and you have nothing to show for it. And what I love about this most is you are catching data in the moment, in real time, so that you can adjust you don't have to wait till the end of the nine weeks or the end of the semester or whatever it might be for you and your school to realize, whoa, this isn't working. This student needs more time. This student needs a different intervention. This student needs more time spent on decoding, less time on sight words. This group as a whole is struggling with comprehension. Whatever it might be, you can start to make adjustments because you are collecting data quickly and easily and honestly, you're not wasting any of your small group time. In next week's episode, we will be talking all about my routines for scheduling conferences. So I'll talk to you then. Well, my friend, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to the Resource Room Podcast. I truly, truly love to help and support other special ed teachers. Because of that, I run a Facebook group just for us. Search the resource room and request to join. You can also check out my website, theprimarygal.com, for blog posts, pictures, and more information. Until next time, have a great week.